So topics worthy of discussion today featuring Peter Tabbins, MPP for Toronto Danforth, and the NDP's energy and climate change critic. Hello, Peter. Peter, it's so good to be spending time with you again. Indeed, even if we're not at the same table. And I know. Carlene, <laughs> Carlene Nation is with us. She's a media strategist at One Nation PR in Toronto, former reporter and producer with uh, CTV News, and unfortunately not today a counselor. Hi, Carlene. <laughs> Hello, Peter. It's happy to hear your voice. Always I'm happy good. to be here, and I'm sad I'm not a counselor, but uh, we'll see what happens in four years. <laughs> well, look at I, you're, you never keep a good girl down, and you're one of those. And Kristen Carmichael Gray who uh, was a counselor for Ward 16, Eglinton Lawrence, and is now no longer a counselor. Kristen, welcome. Thank you for having me. I hope that uh, it was a good run, and uh, I will look forward to hearing what the next big thing is for you. Thank you. All right, let's uh, let's go into uh, something that's been under conversation for uh, the entire day. I mean, it's been in conversation since uh, the election, but now there's something to, to sink our teeth into called a bill. Bill 47, which uh, the uh, government of the day, the, the Ford government, will enact because it has the numbers to do it that will replace Bill 148. And this has to do with labor. And uh, the guy to go to first on this has to be you, Tabins, because uh, I, I know you're chomping at the bit because you're a member of the official opposition. You have definitive opinions that you and I have discussed over the years. Um, let, let's stick for now to just the minimum wage piece. Uh, as we speak, there's a demonstration going on outside the labor ministry because um, organized labor, at least, wants to see us go $15 an hour, as was uh, supposed to be the case, had the liberals uh, retained power, and I'm sure if your party had gained power, under Bill 148. Bill 148 is repealed. We stay at $14. We will not see any change from $14 for at least two years, and then they'll index it to inflation, your reaction? Well, let's face it, this is a government for rich people, and all kinds of things have demonstrated that, but we're seeing that again today. I talk to a lot of people in my riding who are trying to make it on minimum wage. It is very tough. Uh, $14 an hour was an improvement. They were really hoping to get to 15 to stabilize their lives, and it's just made it very, very tough for them. I, I don't think the government has any decent excuse for this. They don't particularly like people who work for a living. They don't stand up for them. And with this, they're making it very clear they're going to roll back their standard of living and make life tougher for them. So whenever I hear any rhetoric from the premier about him standing up for working people, I know that it is nothing but hot air. And I'm being very kind, Peter. Well, I I know you are, and I know your point of view. And uh, in in the last segment, although it had nothing to do with this, I I talked about the fact that uh, there are polar opposites uh, in the world who uh, can agree to disagree. And you and I have been two of those. We, We maintain a dialogue, and it's a muted dialogue. We don't yell at each other, but I, I don't necessarily agree. I think that uh, 148 um, contained a number of costs that uh, were aimed at business, and rather than making, uh, as as your leader often says, his cronies richer, I think what we're doing is we're looking at the possibility of employing more people. But rather than getting you to respond to that, I'm going to throw it over to uh, Kristen and, and uh, see what her reaction is. No, I think this is uh, a good move. Um, the jump to fourteen in fourteen dollars in January was a huge jump for uh, employers to undertake. Twenty one percent, correct. And so to go up again, I think you know it. We need to get to fifteen. I don't think we need to do it in 
just under a year. So I think slowly moving it up uh, so that it's it's easier for business, for employers to, to um, adapt to it is the way to go. All right. And uh, let's go around the table. And Carlene Nation, you've got a reaction to this as well. Well, businesses, in order to adapt to the uh, jump to $14 from, I believe it was 1140 up to 14, uh, businesses were cutting uh, hours. They were, they hiked prices. You walked into a supermarket and you saw the increase in prices. Uh, they were cutting back on hours. One uh, supermarket chain said that the increase was going to cost them a hundred and nine. million to their bottom line this year. So there's a cost to businesses uh, with the minimum wage. I support uh, employees getting a a good rate of pay, but we also have to look at employers. And if employers are are going to face undue, undue expenses and maybe possibly go out of business as a result of this, then nobody benefits. So we've got to do this. I agree with the way the government is doing doing it. Put the increase in 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 a year in maybe in in maybe twenty twenty and um, and ensure that and then it's phased to inflation, in, which is what they're going to do. I and ensure go, it's phased in uh, gradually. Well, they're talking about uh, an index to inflation. I'm going to bring it back to uh, Peter Tabins because you're you're clearly outnumbered on panel and uh, and with me because. You know that if I were still there, I'd be part of that government. Absolutely, so, the case. So it's Peter. only and, fair and that you... I give you another shot. But uh, <laughs> the other shot has to be: what do you, you know when you hear this uh, voiced by reasonably intelligent, good people? Because the people around the table uh, with us are all reasonably intelligent, good people. There's got to be a balance. Why don't you, or maybe I should say, why doesn't the NDP see that if you if you implement a 21 percent wage increase? particularly on businesses where they employ a lot of entry-level labor, that that represents hardship as well, and that ultimately indexing to inflation probably makes sense, no? Well, I think it does have to be indexed to inflation after it goes to $15 an hour. But frankly, Peter, and, and again... I don't have arguments with the people sitting around this table, including you. Um, we're able to disagree. I think that's fair. That's the way humanity moves forward. I, I think that's fair. Um, but... We've seen in this society over the last 30 years a big shift in wealth away from the bottom 80% of the population to the top 5% to the big top 1%. I know that the majority of minimum wage workers are working for big corporations, not for small corporations, not for small businesses. That's who is running things. When Carlene refers to an employer or a grocery chain that's going to pay an extra $190 million a year, I have to ask, is that one of those grocery chains that was involved in the price fixing for bread and that's currently being investigated for damping down competition? The big boys and the big girls know how to look after themselves. I'm interested in people, and I meet them all the time in my writing who are having a very tough time getting by. They work very long hours. They deserve a pay increase. And frankly, if you're going to have a healthy economy, you have to have people in the bottom half of that economy earning a decent wage. Okay, I'm going to take a time. Hold on, Carlene. I'm going to take a time out there because I've got to to do a time out. We'll come back, and we'll go back to this subject, and uh, we'll dovetail into the uh, attack on um, Labor Minister Scott's constituency office. I am Peter Sherman, along with Peter Tabbins, Carlene Nation, Kristen Carmichael-Greb. This is Topics Worthy of Discussion on The Oakley Show, Global News Radio, 640 Toronto.